over the last couple of weeks, I've been speaking, I've been speaking uh, on this topic called faith. Now, if you've been a believer for a while, you've been journeying with God for a while, you've heard this little word called faith. For those of you who've just started your journey, you've heard this little word called faith. You know, I really like this, exp- I really like this definition from this person, Thomas Aquinas. This is what it says. To one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. You know, and as Christians, when we start journeying with God, you know, it's the initial period where we are super happy, we're enthusiastic, you know, people around us, they're encouraging us and telling us that everything's going to go well and we journey with God, we put our hope and trust in God, we go crazy about our relationship with God, we're so mindful that we don't want to miss out on time with God and we gradually allow our faith to grow. And as we allow our faith to grow, we position ourselves in the first part of this, de- in the first part of this quote where it says, to one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. And we see God working, we see God moving, we encourage people around us, but as we, listen, I'm, I'm, not, just speaking, I'm, not, I'm not speaking from something that I haven't experienced myself, so whatever I'm saying, I'm included in it as well. But as we journey, you know, because of all, of all that the world has to offer, you know, if the real has to be there, the counterfeit has to be there as well. Because of all the world has to offer, because of times when things look a lot better than we, when, when things look a lot better than, than relationship with God, than the word, than the things of God, when other things look a lot better, we start deviating and we shift our focus. And along the journey, we tend to lose our faith. And then we allow ourselves to be positioned in the second part of this quote. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. You know, and, at, and, and, and listen, we could be, we could be in, in either place today. You know, when some of us would be like really strong in faith, and there are some of, some of, those, of, some of those over here who I've been speaking to, you know, who I've been speaking to every now and then, and I've been encouraging you, and I've been telling you, listen, just have faith. Just have faith. You know, just have faith. Trust God, it's not the end. Trust God, it's not the end. God is faithful and he will see you through. And some of you might be thinking, man, Pastor Clinton doesn't even know what he's saying. He doesn't even understand the situation I am in. It's so easy for Pastor Clinton to just come by and say, faith, trust God, trust God, trust God, trust God. But let me tell you, I'm not speaking from a place of just, I'm not speaking from a place of just wanting to give you good words that would tickle your ear for a couple of seconds or a minute and get you to feel good about yourself and good about your situation. I'm not speaking from a place of just wanting you to hear good words. I'm speaking from a place of being in the same situation where you have been and I've allowed God to work in that situation I've allowed God to give me strength in that situation. I've allowed God to, to, to I've, 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 I've allowed myself to trust God fully in a time where 
It didn't seem like faith was what I needed. I allowed myself to put my trust in God, knowing that, God, if you did it back then, you're more than able to do it now. And in seeing that breakthrough and that victory in my own life, I'm able to speak into yours. I'm able to speak into yours. Because of what I've seen God do for me, and for so many people whose faith has encouraged me, I'm able to tell you, do not give up. Do not lose heart, do not lose hope. And very often we ask, we, we, we ask ourselves, why is it important? Why is it important to have faith? You know, God can just give me what I need when I want. You know, for some of you who've been struggling you know, for breakthrough for years. And every now and then, every week, me telling you, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna come, it's gonna come, it's gonna come. It's not because I say it foolishly that I see it in the spirit. I see it having full confidence and faith in God, knowing that when you declare something in the supernatural, trusting God fully, you're able to see. God is more than able to allow you to see that happen for you in the natural. I've often said this, when God is all you have, you've got all you need. Which is why when you come up, you know, when you come up every now and then and be like, I still don't have that job. It's been two years, I still don't have that job. And I'm sorry that, you know, I'm sorry if you might have felt offended, but it, this, is, this is me loving you and telling you with all of my heart, it's on the way. It's coming. God's got your back. If God has brought breakthrough and victory in my life, he's more than able to do it for you. Why is it important? Because it is important. Because with, without faith, without faith, absolutely nothing can happen. Without faith, nothing, absolutely nothing can happen. You know, and you'll hear people talk about it. You'll hear people talk about it when things are good. You know, and they would say, I knew things would turn around if I just had faith. Then you'll hear people recommend it when they're not sure what to say. And uh, you've probably had me say this to you as well. I'm sorry that it's rough. I'm sorry, I'm really sorry that it's, it's rough, but just have faith. Just have faith. You know, and faith is one thing in God. Faith is one thing that when we put it completely in God, God is more than able to make that which allows our hope and trust, be, which allows our hope and our trust to be put in Him. God is more than able to make something beautiful come out of it. It may not necessarily mean the way you want it to happen, but I am confident of this very thing that God is more than able to make something beautiful come out of it. You know, I know a person, I know a person who survived three plane crashes. Not one, not two, but three plane crashes. And I was speaking to him, uh, and I asked him, what makes you get back on a plane? What makes you, okay, I can understand one, I can understand Maybe to a certain extent too. I mean, if, give, I mean if, if, if my wife was in that place, she'd be like, let's take a boat everywhere. 
Turbulence. My wife gets freaked out with turbulence like no one I've ever seen. And I don't help. When I see her that way, I'm like, oh, it's going down a bit, right? No, but I asked this person, what makes you get back on a plane? His answer, I thought maybe it could be foolish, but it's the best answer I could have ever received from him. He's a Christian. He's a Christian. He's a leader. He said, if God could protect me through those three crashes and have me alive right now, how can he not protect me again when I get back on a plane? And I'm like, wow, what do you do with something like that? What do you do with something like that? He's still alive, by the way. He's traveling the world. But if God could protect me through those three crashes, how can he not protect me again? If I don't get back on a plane, it just discounts what God did for me. If I get back on the plane, it shows that my hope and trust is not in the pilot, although he needs to have a qualification, but my hope and trust is that God is going to get me from A to B, from where I'm traveling, from where I am to where I need to be. I met a person a couple of years ago, a very young person. I was, at, I was, uh, I was doing ministry at a, uh, with, 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 with a friend of mine, Pastor Nikki, at uh, this Bible school in Singapore. And one of these ladies uh, that was there, that was attending the school, was uh, on a wheelchair. And uh, she had met with an accident, and for 13 years, Christian, for 13 years, she had been paralyzed waist below. She had been paralyzed waist below. And, uh, you know, while sitting over there, one of the days, I just felt the Holy Spirit prompting me to go and pray for her. You know, and I'm like, no, I was just resisting. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And then I couldn't focus. Because listen, let me tell you one thing. If the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do something, you better be obedient and step out and do it. Because when you're stepping out and you're doing something that's, that's, that's a prompt, that's a prompting from the Holy Spirit, you need, to be, you need to be rest assured that it's not you moving in your, in your flesh. It's you moving into the unknown and you don't really know what's going to come out, but you just trust God completely and have faith. And I'm like, no, 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 this is not the Holy Spirit. This is not the Holy Spirit. And then I'm like, this is me thinking that way. And then it kept getting louder and louder. And then I'm like, why would I be speaking louder and louder to myself? And I'm like, I don't really know if anything's going to come out of it. I didn't pray. I'm being very honest. I didn't pray. God doesn't just leave you like that. The next day I went back to the Bible school. I'm sitting over there. And again, from the very beginning, pray for her. Pray for her. Pray for her. And I went up to her. I said, can I pray for you? Uh, uh, before I could pray, she told me what had, what had actually happened. Uh, that for 13 years she'd been paralyzed waist below and that all the more after I heard that I'm like oh my goodness why did I even obey what have I gotten myself into prior to going and praying for her I did not know okay and then I started praying for her and then slowly listen now let, let me give you the intro she did not get up and walk okay she did not get up and walk but for the first time in 13 years she was able to move her toes 
I mean, goosebumps here. For me, it was not, a, for me, it was not considered a miracle. I mean, for me, I would have idly had a walk, but she screamed. And the joy that I saw in her, I'm like, did you miss it? In my head, I'm like, did you miss it? But God knew where she was at. And even if it meant her just being able to move her toes, that would bring her joy that she did not have for 13 years, God would make it happen. And she started and she went around to every person. In, so they have, two, they, have, they, have, they have two weeks of training. One is SOL, School of Leadership, and one is SOM, School of Ministry. So she was in SOL, but she wanted to go to SOM as well and tell everyone what happened. The joy that I saw in her was unexplainable. And maybe I felt, you know, I felt at that point in time, God just wanted me at that moment to allow that joy to be released. Somebody else is going to come and water that seed. And I, for me, obviously I ask for forgiveness because at times we are foolish. A lot of times we are foolish. I ask for forgiveness. I'm like, God, I'm sorry. My bad. I should have, I should have listened the first time. But my job was probably to allow that joy to come back. Somebody else will come along and water that seed. And I prayed. I prayed and believed that she is going to walk someday. If God is more than able to allow sensation and feeling to come back in her, in, in her toes after 13 years, God is more than able to allow her to walk. You know, and I left thanking God and believing that God is going to make her walk. And that's what faith is like. Why is it important? The Bible says, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is the result of believing the gospel. Faith is the result of believing the gospel, believing the good news that Jesus died for our sin and made a way for us to be right with God and spend eternity in heaven. When we allow the reality of the gospel, let me say this, when we allow the reality of the gospel to affect every part of our lives, it affects the way we think and it changes the way we behave. It affects the way we think and it changes the way we be behave. You know, faith causes us to act on what we haven't experienced yet. To believe promises in the Bible that haven't been fulfilled yet. And to trust God when our situations haven't changed yet. Why is it important? Let me just share two things and give you a couple of pointers. Why is it important? Because faith in God gives you strength. Faith in God gives you strength. When I say strength, I'm not referring to a physical strength to fight, fight the bullies or people around you. I'm talking about the inner resolve to withstand turmoil. You know, the writer of Psalm 138 says, in the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. You are feeling weary today. You are feeling tired and worn out. Everything that you need to do in life, everything you need to do, any, every, everything that you, you need to do in order to go ahead in life is then the word of God. 
All you need to do is cry out to God and he will give you strength. Cry out to God and he will give you strength. You know, when we are right with God, we never go into turmoil alone. We never go into turmoil alone. We have the creator of the universe by our side. Always. I mean, take David, David and the story, David and Goliath. You know, at the time, David was a shepherd boy. We all know he was a shepherd boy, not a warrior. But when he saw, when he saw Goliath mocking God's people, David approached the king and asked to go down and fight. He said, let me take care of this one. Let me handle this one. Everyone said, listen, David, you're a shepherd boy. You're so small. This guy's a giant. He's much bigger than you. He's much stronger than you. Look at you. Tiny little dancer. I'm not promoting Elton John, by the way. You know, look at you, tiny, puny guy. What are you going to do against this guy? He said, exactly. He's so big, how can I miss? He's so big, how can I miss? You know, David's ability not to be shaken by Goliath's size or insults was the result of David's faith in God. It was not by his own strength or by him feeling a lot stronger. It was out of his faith in God that allowed him to do what he did and bring down Goliath. And the Bible says, the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. David had faith that God would defeat the giant and deliver his people. So David stood up to the king and then to the giant. Faith in God gives you strength. Faith in God gives you strength. What, what, what do you think, what do you think, why do you, why do you think when, when Paul was in prison, he did not have the Bible with him, but what he did have was the word of God in his heart. The word of God in his heart. And so every single day, he had in prison, in a difficult place, in a place that no one, want, that no one would ever want to be, he had the word of God in his heart, which gave him strength. And from that strength, in a difficult place, a place that no one would want to be, he said, rejoice, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. How can you rejoice in a difficult time, in a difficult place, in a difficult situation? You can when you've got the word of God in your heart. When you take in the word of God into your life, at times it may not make sense, but you read it anyway because the word of God is God-breathed, it is spirit-filled, and the spirit is more than able to penetrate through your life and give you strength that you need in order for you to believe that God is more than able. God is more than able. Faith in God gives you strength. Faith trumps stress, anxiety, and fear. It's easy to allow stress, anxiety, and fear to run our lives. We go from moment to moment worried about one thing or the other. 
Sometimes these worries manifest themselves into highly stressful situations, causing not only mental anguish, but physical problems as well. You know, we need to understand that there's a clear and documented connection between stress and the increased likelihood of disease and illness. When we allow our minds to move into that realm unchecked, there's no telling of the damage that can be done. I'm telling you, stress is the worst thing ever. It gives birth to so many other unwanted things. But it's faith that helps to keep those things at bay. Even when we have no reason to believe that things will get better, it's true faith that our situations do improve. When you hold the utter expectation of that in your mind, no challenge is too difficult. You know, we need to learn to harbor faith and use it to eliminate stress, anxiety, and fear. And one of the ways to do that is to think back in the past when you made it through something that you thought was difficult. You were praying and you thought the situation was difficult, but God allowed you to go through that and come out victorious. It's thinking of those times that if God did it back then, he's more than able to do it right now. Believe and expect that good things will happen and they will. The Bible says very clearly, God will work out all things for our good. We may not know what it's like, or how it may be, but the word of God is true. And I need to hold it to my heart and allow it to give me strength. God, you said it, you're gonna make it happen. I don't see it good right now, but the bad that I see in my life, in front of me right now, my God is, my God is more than able to work out all of this, even this bad situation, for my good. For my good. Wow, the heavens are. This isn't about ignoring your problems. This is about knowing that your situation will improve deep down inside your heart and your soul. And in closing, very quickly, I just want to say a couple of things. How, right now I'm in a different situation, how do I grow in my faith? How to grow in my faith? Ask God to increase your faith. Ask and you will receive. It's as simple as that. God is more than able not to give you faith because from the moment you gave your life to God, there was a measure of faith given to each and every person. But God is more than able to grow that faith. Grow to allow what you have to grow. Ask God to increase your faith. Focus on obeying God. No one is perfect. We all make mistakes. But if you focus on following God's word and commands, your faith will grow naturally. Spend time reading and hearing God's word. In no particular order, but one of the most important things to do is spend time reading and hearing God's word. Allow God to speak into your heart, speak into your life, and speak into your situation. Because when you are open, when you open yourself to hear from God's word, he will speak. You know why? Because God always speaks. He is always speaking. We all have the ability to hear the voice of God. Why? Because God is always speaking. And one of the ways where he wants to speak to you daily is through his word. Spend time. Spend time. How do I keep the faith in times of trouble? Keep a positive attitude reflecting on God's promises. All his promises are yes and amen. 
Each of us have promises spoken over our life, promises that will come to pass. Surrender your circumstances to God. Let me say this, it can be so easy to get upset and shake our fist at God or punch the wall or all of those things. But instead of doing all of those things when, 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 when the, you know, instead of doing all of that when things aren't going right, ask Him to help and change your circumstances. Let Him take the wheel and trust what He's going to do. There's power when we praise. There's power when we worship. Be generous. The Bible says that even in times of trouble, we are to give. It seems counterintuitive when you are struggling to keep your head above the, above the water. But however, in giving and blessing someone else, you are blessing yourself too. Because God loves a cheerful giver. Again, spend more time in the Word. Spend more, I can't get enough of it. Spend more time in the Word. One of the best things to do in hard times is to spend time in God's Word. And one of the best things also to do in hard times is to reach out to friends and family. Listen, let me tell you that when you're going through something, there are people around you, there are people that God has placed around you who've already overcome. They've already overcome. Very often we like to isolate ourselves and be like, I'm going through a bad time, I don't want people around me right now. No, 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 no. When you're going through a bad time, all the more allow yourself to be plugged into community. Sign up for a hangout. It's not a selfish plug. Shameless plug. Sorry, it's not. Allow yourself to be plugged in because you never know how God will use people who've already overcome to speak life into your dead situation, allow you to come back to life again, believing that, oh my goodness, I'm so stupid. Why couldn't I change my perspective in the first place? And see through their eyes, God, thank you, thank you. And when, you, when, when your perspective is changed and you see breakthrough in your life, you are able to do it for someone else as well. Reach out to friends and family. You know the truest act of faith which is made possible by God's gift of grace to us is complete trust in the Lord through every circumstance. Even when we, don't, even, even when we do not understand why something is happening or not happening. Just putting complete trust in God. God, I don't know. I don't know. But I want to trust you and put my faith in you anyway. If you're in that place and you're saying, God, I want my faith to grow. If you're saying, God, I'm going through a difficult time. I want my faith to grow. I want, I want to be stronger in my, in my walk with you, in my faith, so that I would be able to go through this difficult time with my head up, with my head held up high. If you are in any of these two situations where you want your faith to grow and you're going through a difficult time and you want your faith to be strong, why don't you stand and come up to the front? You know, why don't you stand and just come up to the front? And can the prayer team come up as well? You know? I'm just going to say a general prayer, but our prayer teams out here in the front will pray for you. But I want you to know that with God, all things are possible. 
I want you to know that God will not put you to shame. I want you to know that it might be difficult right now, but God's faith, God, God I mean, but, but, but faith in God is what's going to get, get you through from where you are to where God needs you to be. Because from where you are, you need, to you need to remember and remind yourself that God is with you where you are. He's not going to leave you and he's going to get you to where you need to be. So all along the journey, he's with you. All you need to do is have faith. And so Father, I just pray, just, just close your eyes and put your hands up. Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus, whatever stage each of these people are in right now, whether it's a desire to have their faith grow, I just pray, Lord, right now that you'd birth within each one of them a new measure of faith. You'd birth within each and every one of them a new measure of faith. Faith that not, on, faith that on, not only trusts in you, but faith that gives us the ability that, but, but, but faith that gives us the ability and the boldness to say that with my God all things are possible. And for those also right now, God, who are going through a difficult time and need that faith to hold on to, to navigate through these difficult times, I just pray, Lord, that you would strengthen them. I pray, Lord, that they would put complete hope and trust in you. They would surrender to you completely, believing that my God is more than able. Believing that if my God is for me, who or what can be against me? And I just pray, Lord, that you would strengthen them as well in their walk with you. Strengthen them in their faith that they would be able to give everything into your hands, believing that you are going to make everything happen and work out all, all things for their good. In Jesus' name. Can the rest of you please stand? Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this week. We thank you, Lord, that even for each and every one of us, for this community, I pray, Lord, that we would be a faith-filled community. I pray, Lord, that as a church, we would not only be encouraged when you're doing something, when you, you're always doing something, but we would not only be encouraged, Father God, ourselves, but, Lord, from what you're doing in our lives, we'll be able to encourage other people as well in their faith. Lord, whether people know you or they don't know you, throughout this week, we'll be able to encourage people, strengthen people wherever we go and get them to understand that better things, greater things are on the way. So Lord, I just thank you for every person in this, in this, in this, uh, in this hall right now, every family represented, and we just pray and believe, Lord, that this week is going to be a phenomenal week in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Have a great week.